welcome back to the Health Trade Method podcast. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about how you can 10x your productivity and how it could also affect your health and well-being journey. We are joined by head coach Stacy, transformation coaches John and Chris, and our doctor of cardiovascular medicine and transformation coach, Dr. Jyoti Patel. Here's a quick snippet of what to expect in our podcast today, and then we will get into the main body. The lot of the time we kind of rush into like changing habits or breaking habits or swapping habits. But I really like the thought process of what are the pre things that you're doing that lead you to that habit in the first place, and also with that self awareness, I guess what is what is that time actually giving you back? Because if it, it if it didn't make us feel good, we probably wouldn't do it, right? So we wouldn't be addicted to our phones, or we wouldn't be going through social media or looking at apps constantly if it didn't make us feel good in some way. So um, that self awareness is huge. So today we're joined by the incredible team again, and today we're talking about how we can optimize our productivity through limiting screen time. And I think we've all experienced this where it's so easy to just get caught up in you know, certain videos that come up on Facebook. I think Stacey was talking earlier about dog rescue videos that really grip her. If I'm watching anything on social media, it's usually comedy and it, I just can't put it down. Like I love watching comedy videos and it really does draw me in. But obviously that impacts my productivity. It takes away from the time that I could be doing something that's way more efficient or way way better for my health, or way better for my mental well-being, or for my ability to actually be present in the moment with the, the, the people that I love and care about. So we've got the team that are gonna be providing a few solutions today, um, and maybe even admitting at some point that they're not always robots themselves, and maybe they get caught up in some of these uh, these kind of habits around social media usage and screen time. But who wants to kick off? What what would you advise or what have you tried to limit your own screen time? Yeah, I'll, I'll kick off. Um, so I've actually installed a, an app blocker myself to like block what times I can access certain apps and that sort of thing. Because um, same thing, I found that I was like, if I had a couple of moments out of almost habit, I would just open up Instagram or Facebook or something and you get caught up in something. You don't really realize how much time you're wasting just scrolling because that's what they're designed to do, you know? Um, so the one I've got is called AppLock and basically I can schedule times where it won't let me access certain apps. So I've said, you know, like Facebook, Instagram, Amazon, whatever it happens to be, don't let me access it during this time. And then it doesn't send a notification during that time either. So you've got that block of like, even if you are instinctually reaching for it, you can't access it. So you end up putting your phone back down and going back to work anyway. I think that's the big thing is like, don't get caught up into like, oh, I'll I'll be able to do it through self-control. Like, yeah, maybe you can, but why make it hard for yourself? You may as well just use what tools you have available. Yeah. So creating these big barriers to actually getting onto those apps in the first place. I think that's really, really cool. I'll just shout my one out because this has been the most effective one for me is I always go back to my phone or I'll always go back to my laptop, even though I've finished my work and I know I've finished my work for the day. Just instinctively, I'm just looking for more things to do. Um, so accountability partner for me was really, really important. So getting Jesse to come in, take my laptop off me after I finished the day, take my work phone away from me, take my personal phone away from me and like physically hide it. And to the point that I used to look for it, but I just don't know where it is. I genuinely don't know where she hides it. So I've just given up on that now. So it's just made it so much easier not to spend that additional time on, on the phone. And for me, that first thing in the morning is really helpful not to have that phone in my room. Because if I wake up, the alarm's woken me up. 
and then I reach out to my phone, at first 10, 15, 20 minutes of my day, I could be doing something really cool, like, you know, reading a book, but instead you could just easily get gripped by, you know, social media or emails or whatever it might be. So that has been really, really powerful for me personally. But yeah, how about you guys? Yeah, I think uh, you don't want to wake up um, reactive, do you? You want to you be proactive. So I think it ties in well with both of you there with what I'm about to say. I think uh, if you can have a specific time of the day where you go on your you know, social media platforms or whatever it might be, that, that would be good. And, and ideally, um, I don't know, it, it depends on your, your schedule, but if, if it was myself, I, I would do it in the evening um, after I finished my work and I've done everything that I need to do during the day. Yeah. Um, like Stacy said, if you if you've, you're relying on uh, you know uh, yourself to do it, then it might be a little bit more difficult. But if you've got an ad blocker, then that that would be good. Um, if you have your phone outside of your room before you you know you wake up, that would be good. If you use like myself, if you use an alarm on your phone, then it might be a good idea to actually buy an alarm um, so your phone is outside of the room. And I think that's something I need to start looking at doing as well. So. Um, yeah, I think that's probably uh, some good ideas to take away. Yeah, I think that'd be really powerful. I, a lot of people say that I need to take my phone into the room at night because that's where my, my alarms are on. And I didn't have a, a phone when I was like growing up. We always used to have, have these little alarm clocks. Um, so why can't we just go back to that? Just take away the, the distraction almost from the moment we wake up. Um, in fact, there's so many things that I could just reel off here, but Jyoti, Chris, what, what sort of things have you tried or what have you um, you advised in the past? So I tend to um, switch off notifications on like my emails, WhatsApp, so that distraction or that light doesn't kind of distract me. Or I'll put my phone down so you don't see the screen. Um, I'll put my phone in silence so you don't hear it. Um, and then I tend to, after 9pm, put my phone into aeroplane mode. Um, and I always charge my phone overnight in a different room, just so, like making making it harder for you to kind of access your phone. Those are, those are the kind of things, other than um, the things that you've mentioned about app blockers that I I tend to do. So small small habits. Yeah, and again, it just makes it harder to to get on the phone if it's physically in a different room. I think this is one thing that I, I forgot to mention before is it'd be so easy for me to sit here at the desk and have my phone next to me. So after every call, it would be easy to just jump on the phone and just scroll through Insta or scroll through Facebook. But literally just putting it in a different room, it creates such friction for me getting on the phone in the first place that you, you tend not to do it. And you can literally see the screen time obviously pull down. I think you mentioned that you can, on your iPhone, it shows you, you know, how long you've actually spent on the phone itself or what apps you've been accessing. I think if we all did that and we all went on our phones and looked at that data, we could be quite shocked, right? Um, but you know what? Having said that, you can almost create a bit of a competition around it for yourself. Like if you're a competitive person, you can look at, okay, last week I spent 10 hours on my phone looking at you know social media and then this week I managed to get it down to eight. And if you're really, really competitive like I am, I'm going to keep trying to get that down, down and down and down. And then that can be something to celebrate. Um, so actually acknowledging the wins along the way, I think that's really cool. Um, but how about yourself, Chris? The big one is just creating that awareness. So same things with like nutrition, sleep, training, um, you know, tracking it for a period of time or looking at the data you've got to see what your habits are 
Uh, and if there is kind of an extreme usage of that, often just creating awareness around it starts to drive people to take action. Uh, it's very easy to bury your head in the sand and just pretend you're not doing something for a long period of time. Whereas if you've got data there that shows you like you're on your phone X amount of hours a day, that's pretty quickly going to spur a lot of people into action, realising what they could be doing with that time instead. A lot of the time we kind of rush into like changing habits or breaking habits or swapping habits. But I really like the thought process of what are the pre-things that you're doing that lead you to that habit in the first place. And also with that self-awareness, I guess, what is what is that time actually giving you back? Because if it, it if it didn't make us feel good, we probably wouldn't do it, right? So we wouldn't be addicted to our phones or we wouldn't be going through social media or looking at apps constantly if it didn't make us feel good in some way. So um, that self-awareness is huge. I think that's really powerful. Is there anything else we'll just quick fire shoot some stuff out or uh, do you think we've covered all the bases there uh, the only other thing i was going to say is that you can get similar things to the app blockers on desktop as well mm. so if you're finding that you're on your laptop or on your computer all day and you're doing the same thing as going to facebook or wherever it happens to be you can get things like cold turkey extension that you add to your browser that will do the same thing as the app blockers on your phone will oh, that's wicked and john were you about to say something there as well yeah uh yeah i had an iphone and i'm not too sure. I tried to have an ad block on there. I'm not too sure if they actually allow that. I, I, I didn't find it at the time when I had an iPhone. Um, if you don't, I would probably get a, a timer of a safe box so you can actually put your phone in this safe box, time the amount of time you want it locked up, um, and then you can obviously just take it out when the time is done. This is cool. And I was reading, I can't remember where I read this one, but if you actually sign out of all your devices, um, so on, on Instagram or sorry, on your phone or on your laptop, sign out. And then obviously that creates its own barrier too, because you've got to remember all your passwords to be able to get back into the things in the first place, which most of us, we've got hundreds of passwords for things. So it's, it's easy to forget. Um, but there was a really cool one, which was actually saying, let your partner set your password. So you literally can't access it unless you've asked your, your partner to log in for you. So then it just creates another bit of a barrier or friction Unless you've got something to hide and you shouldn't have anything to hide, right? On socials. Um, like I think that'd be a really cool thing to do. Get them to actually take control of when you're actually accessing it. Especially if you know it's becoming a bit of, not an issue, but it's actually holding you back from your optimal level of productivity, which is obviously something we want to achieve. Because if we can obviously get things done quicker, then we get more time back for ourselves to do the things that we enjoy. So I think that was a cool one. Anything else that we can shoot out or fire out? Or are we all good with them? Watch Social Dilemma. <laughs> it's scary. That's a scary one to watch. But yeah, watch Social Dilemma. Is that still on Netflix? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. But don't then start getting caught up in Netflix and allow it to go from one <laughs> video to the next video to the next video. Uh, but team, thank you so much for that today. I think that was really cool. Just some quick fire ideas to make us more productive, more efficient. If anybody's got any questions on any of this, uh, please obviously feel free to reach out, but I'm hoping it helps. I hope it gives you a bit of direction in taking back control of your time. Anyway, we'll catch you all soon and take care. If you enjoyed this episode today, all I need from you is to subscribe to the podcast, leave a comment, rate the podcast and review it. If you share this podcast to a friend or family member, you will be helping us in our mission to educate and inspire our community to positive change. Thank you again for tuning in. I'm incredibly grateful. And until next time, have a powerful week.